What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you living? It is Justin Truce and Dan Keeper for yet another episode of Talking Football. We are officially just under one week away from the draft. For people listening, it's going to be six days. For us, like as we're recording, we're going to be on what pick five or six right now in a week. Mm, let's see. Okay, so uh, I think it's a prime time start at seven, and we know fact is NFL teams will not pick until there's the time is basically out that way they get the free pub everybody talking about their team for the entire you know pick slash which I I get it so yeah I would say between a couple picks a bunch of sob stories that ESPN likes to do and whatnot yeah we'll probably on be pick six or so so hey chances are quarterback one could be coming off the board right now in a week you are you are correct to those Carolina Panthers. So, so do we just start like are, are they are they a quarterback there? team? Like are we? <laughs> are I know we? normally we're just talking with like, hey, what are we going to talk about? It's like I'll oh, figure it out. Uh, you know, we could do the whole semantic. Like, what do you like to do draft night? Obviously, you decided to flex on everyone, and you're attending the draft. <laughs> Congratulations to you. Uh, for the everybody like me at home, I'm probably going to have some wings and a couple beers. Uh, but yeah, I think is six where a quarterback comes off. Um, I don't think so. Honestly, like I have this gut feeling a quarterback doesn't come off the board until the late teens. That'd be awesome. I like the, like the whole, like, who was it? EJ, EJ Manuel. Is that who was the Florida state quarterback? Is that what his name was? Yeah. I can't even remember back in the day. Like that's when like he went off on like 15 or 16, I think. Um, and I kind of feel like it's going to be similar to this. And I think there's going to just eventually you're going to be in the late teens and there's going to be a team that's like, we just have to trade up at this point. Like we have to do it. Like there's no way we expected him to be here. See, I, I think this year is the perfect rock versus a hard place. Okay. Or like the uh, immovable object meets the unstoppable force. Because right now with the emergence of players like Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, these guys with, you know, all the just dripping in tools, but don't come out of college necessarily as the most shiny golden nugget of a prospect. You know, there's development that needs to take place. We're seeing right now in the NFL, that's where teams are gearing towards. These are the guys they want. You know, they give us the raw tools. We can teach them how to be an NFL quarterback. And the poster child for that in this class is Malik Willis, a guy, you know, truly dripping with talent, but there's questions about decision-making level of play, et cetera. So he's the pseudo quarterback one. Unless you want to have the Kenny Pickett talk. I think it's Malik Willis. So we have this class that's generally a bad quarterback class, right? But we also have the NFL has a need for quarterbacks. The NFL has a need and is showing an affinity for quarterbacks like Malik Willis. So I I think there's one's going to give, and it seems to happen more often than not that in the NFL, the quarterbacks go. And when one goes, a lot go. You see the run, right? Oh, my God, we got to get our guy. So who knows? Maybe we get a Desmond Ritter, Matt Crowell sneaking into round one to the Steelers or something like that. But I, man, if I'm Carolina, I would much rather trade a mid-round pick or a or two mid-round picks for Baker Mayfield than draft a quarterback at six. Yeah, I, I actually agree with you. And also I'm on the, I'm on the board of um, I would, I think I might even go and try to bet something like this next week. Uh, like Desmond Ritter, making it into the first round. Making it in. 
making it into the first round. Yeah, like I being, think he could definitely being, get in. Being a top 32 pick. Um, and do I think he deserves that? No, I don't. But like, just like how you were saying, right? You want like a guy that you feel like has all the tools that just needs some coaching. Like to me, that's Desmond Ritter, like uh, Malik Willis as well. But I think that Malik Willis is just on a tier, like a clear right. tier above him, right? Like that's like, okay. Like, so anyway, so there's that. Um, I kind of think that, um, not that we're talking about the Jags, but, uh, I would kind of like to put some money on them taking Iki as well. Um, oh, so so there are some rumors coming out right about now. So here's how it goes: Trent Balky, the GM, he wants Trayvon Walker. That is where this all came from. He is Trayvon Walker is my guy. Doug Peterson is Iki is my guy. That is what I need on this offense. And then there's the entire defensive coaching staff. That is, it better be Aiden Hutchinson. <laughs> I love you, Jacksonville. Never change. Stay, Never stay change. Gold. Never, Never change. change you right? beautiful bastards. Never change. Yeah. Three things. Um, but the rumor is, so for good or bad, Shad Khan has been in the building every single day, hours, like legit trying to act like a real NFL owner, like being involved um, ever since he hired Doug Peterson. Um, Aiden Hutchinson is Khan's guy. Interesting. So this is so cool because, like, you know, so many years now in a row, we've had pick one has been figured out in January. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So to have this now where, like, there's legitimate unknown, like you said, yes. like, it's not even down to two guys. Yeah. It is literally four, you know, three or four yeah. guys. So this, even for somebody like me whose team doesn't have any picks, until 102 or my wife whose team doesn't have any picks. She's a bears fan. So like I have hardly anything to root for other than teams. I don't like, please don't get good players. So for me as like a true outsider looking in, just taking in the chaos and the, you know, the Broadway show that is the NFL draft. This is amazing. This is like a great year to not have any, to, you know, just like have your cards already played for you and just sit back and watch these other two go all in on a poker hand. This is amazing. Exactly. And I know that I, we mentioned, I am going to the draft, but I'm actually only going to go to day two and three. I'm actually going to stay home. I'm actually going to stay home for day one. Um, Mainly because the Jags pick the very first thing and then they're got, they're done for the day. Um, And, and also just, it's hard to get a babysitter sometimes let's be honest let's let's, let's, dad, let's say dad, let's say dad life here as well so um and you know been to one draft before went to 2016 Jalen ramsey miles jack yannick ngakwe that was sweet so i don't know if i've ever told you this story so i went there obviously we were all out like in the main section um outside um where Jalen in the first round happened day two I actually won the lottery to go and they had a hundred seats, 50 on each side for the red carpet walkout. Um, so all the players that were at the draft that went day two, I got to like be like front and center for, and nobody, and there was only a hundred people that got to see that. So that was kind of cool too. Um, so pretty cool. Let's hope, let's hope the Jags can find a way to have some sort of draft as impactful as that one. I wonder if, so you made the comment that, you know, you pick a one and then you're done. Do you think there's any chance they try to sneak back into round one? 
Like nope. if you don't think even like if like Nicobe Dean or like Devin Lloyd starts to drop for some reason, uh, you know, if they get to like 25 or 26, you don't think they just try to sneak up and be like, you know what? The end. I'm going to go. We're just going to go get them. Devin Lloyd. I could see. Um, I actually could see that, but Dean, no, I don't even, I don't even think if Dean was available at 33, they would even consider taking him. Um, the, really? You think the he's just, other, just not a scheme just, fit? He's just not a scheme fit. The rumor is they like Quay Walker, the other Georgia linebacker, way more than Dean. Um, they also brought in Chad Muma from Wyoming. Mm-hmm. They brought him in for an official visit today. Both of those guys are the 6'3 guys, the over 230-pound guys, not the 5'11, 225 guy like, like Dean is. Um so did they honestly, uh I haven't sorry, I haven't seen the Jaguars, you know, list of guys they brought in. Have they brought in you just talked about, you know, linebackers with a large frame, a little bit of thump ability? Did they bring yep. in our Lord and Savior, Leo Chanel? Uh I actually I heard that they were interested, but I didn't see the official if they did or not. But that is what I heard is that they were they, interested as well. If they draft Aiden Hutchinson and Leo Chanel. That is like the all-time tood draft. Just dudes yes. with tood. I yes. uh, that that would be sweet. So the one disappointing thing is is it does sound like they like it's weird because they they they're vocal about how they're still looking at wide receiver, but it sounds like internally they're not even considering wide receiver at 33 either. Like they're talking third round. And mm. maybe that's them thinking it's so deep. Honestly, I could easily see them being like, one, know who's going to be there at 65. It's going to be Justin Ross and it's going to be Trevor's boy. Like it's going to be we're we're going to get our quarterback, his boy back, you know, or in the third round, because the NFL is stupid. They could just take a guy that I love in David Bell, and then they would just have their new Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson is a little bit faster than Bell, though, right? Okay. <laughs> it's it's game speed. He's game fast. OK, he's All not right, track that's fast. Fair. That's fair. That is that's fair. a real thing. I'm going to go so, yell at the cloud. No, that's totally fine. So, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, if Lloyd started falling, I, I'd be pounding the table for them to try to get Lloyd. But like, if you like gun to my head right now, you're like, J- Justin, what do you think is going to happen? I'm going to say it's going to go Hutchinson and then either Muma or, or Quay Walker at 33. Like that's the first two picks. And I'll even, I'll, you. Even go with, I'll even go Justin Ross at 65 too. See, I almost think that's the, my favorite thing about the draft. Isn't like, okay, I love it. Like when a guy I like goes to my team, obviously that's, you know, the best, but watching, like you always can't, you always find yourself rooting for one player to drop to your team. Yeah. And that is for me, that's exhilarating. Uh, you know, and then of course, always the Patriots or the Jets or somebody come up and get them and you're miserable, but you're watching guys, you like guys that like, you're like, okay, I know this guy fits our team. I've watched this guy for three years in college. I know he, he's falling. He's falling. He's falling. Okay. Let's get him. Let's get him. Let's get him. Let's get him. That's awesome for me. And then they pass on him and you get pissed. Yep. And you're like, okay. We're up again. We're up again in 15 picks. Okay. Yep. That was Joker last year, literally to a T. Like I was hoping that he would fall to 33, right? The Jags, you know, obviously took Lawrence. I'm like 33, have, have joke fall. He fell, didn't take him. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. That's all right. We have a second, you know, a second, second round pick. We'll do it. We'll do it. He's available. Take him. Went with Walker little. <laughs> like I was just like, nice, nice. And then joke just ends up being a stud. So 
fun times. Fun. Yeah, who, I will who, say who would have thought who would have thought that uh, you know Jeremiah Wuskorma would be a stud? Only yeah. anyone that yeah, watched Notre anybody. Dame play. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. But apparently so, not 31 NFL GMs. Okay. Yeah, they all they had all doubts for some reason. So okay. So talked about the Jags enough. So again, our podcast, we'll talk about whatever we want. Um let's talk about Debo for a minute. Right. Debo's right. Debo's the yeah. talk of the town. So Debo officially requests a trade. It actually happened like over a week ago. It just finally leaked yesterday, two days ago for you guys that are listening. Deep down, I say there's no way in hell he goes anywhere. That's where I am. Like I would, I think in a normal off season, we won't even talk about it. We wouldn't. We wouldn't. Until he's doing sit-ups in his driveway, we won't talk about it. Okay. Shout out Terrell Owens for the old people like me that remember. Uh, but right now there's been such a movement of wide receiver complains, says he wants to get traded, gets traded. Devontae Adams did it. Tyreek did it in 10 minutes. <laughs> there's, we've never seen this before of player says I'm out and they get out. So yes. I think right now is Debo's best chance. If he truly wants to relocate, uh, he's, Apparently, it's been rumored he wants to get closer to South Carolina. Don't go to the Panthers, buddy. But, uh, I'm sure he wants to get back on maybe just that East Coast, that East time zone. I don't know why he'd want to leave San Francisco. Um, I've heard that he you know, wants to be a true wide receiver and not do the running back, wide back, hybrid flex thing that he's been doing. Okay, I get that because those are you know extra carries or extra hits you're taking. But even when he's a wide receiver, he's going over the middle all the time, taking those shots. So, dude, dude, it's your body type. But I understand it. You know, some people people just want to be that alpha wide receiver. Great. I don't love any of the landing spots. Like any of the teams that have the capital to get Debo, if I'm a Debo fantasy owner or a Debo dynasty owner, dude, stay in Stan Fran. Yes. And I guess we should say, so the team's rumored right now, of course, the Texans. The Jets and I believe the Patriots are the top three. Correct. They are. None of those are sexy to me. None of them are. Um, I, I mean, I tweeted this out. My team that I want him to go to, the Baltimore Ravens. But I feel like he'd have to be playoff Debo in Baltimore. What do you like? Mean? They're going to want him in motion taking handoffs, fake handoffs, you know, sweeps. I agree, but I, he's not going to be, he's not going to be having 11, 12 carries a game. Like he was last year, sure. like doing that. It's have two, two or three. Yeah. It's two or three, right. Or four. Right. Cause you have, you, you already have enough with Dobbins and Lamar. And if, you know, whoever Edwards comes back, you know, if they end up siding Melvin Gordon, you know, like there's going to be enough people there. He can, he can honestly turn into that slot receiver and you have, you can just have Bateman on the outside. You can have Marquise Brown on the, on the Miles outside. Boy, outside. But no, he's a, he's a Pittsburgh Steeler now. Never mind. He's, a, he's a Pittsburgh Steeler now. And then you, and then you have a great tight end, right? Like he's not going to get as many touches and stuff like, but Ravens are going to have salary cap in the next two years. Um, I mean, they'd have to, convince him to like basically take a salary of what it is this year. And then like basically promise some sort of contract extension next year. Um, but Ravens are fantastic at making trades. 
Um, I just think it, I just think it's a perfect fit. Do I think it's going to happen? No. Cause I think they're happy with like where, where they're at, but like, I would love that. I also could see, I could also see maybe Atlanta. Like, well, I also was thinking about this. What if like Atlanta, like found a way to, you know, trade some, you know, some early picks and, and even Calvin Ridley. Like, I know that he's out this year, but like, what if, I mean, you bring in, Bring in Debo, bring in Baker to compete with Mariota. That's so gross. And away you go. Yeah. Uh, So my spot for Debo is actually like, I don't want to see him going there, but I could see this team making the move. And I think it's a very productive fit is for him to go to Green Bay. Now, if it's true that Devontae just wanted out because he's always wanted to be a Raider and all that good stuff, fine. Okay, because if Green Bay, Green Bay can make it work salary wise, you can just extend him and work some guarantees in it. You could make it work for Debo, uh, even with the Rodgers contract, because with that contract, you basically have, you know, two to three years. That's your game. That's your winning window. You can't be just surrounding Aaron Rodgers with rookie wide receivers like, oh, boy, I hope this works. Okay, he wants veteran players that know playbooks. Green Bay is a very screen heavy offense. Debo's the dude, man. Yeah, he is. The problem is, is like the Niners are not going to want to trade him. Right. It's, you know, it's it, a whole it's NFC. A, this is a team we've been Rogers. playing. This is the team that we've been playing the NFC championship for how long? Uh, you know, they're exactly. obviously going to want to send him to an AFC team, make it not their problem. But I, yeah, I just think that that would be a great fit. And honestly, so would Kansas City. I know it. Hey, here it, we go it, again. Beach did, did, okay. did it again. Yeah. You know, oh my God. But, you know, you think about it. If you want to replace, you know, a lot of Tyreek's production came in that short to intermediate where then Tyreek extended and made it big plays. Okay. They weren't just him running fly routes 24 seven. So Debo is a guy who can take it to the house from short and intermediate. We've seen it. He just does it a lot more physically than Tyreek Hill does. So, I mean, once again, it, it's not crazy, not crazy. And this will never happen either. Like, and this, so this is us just spitball and shit, but like, what if we just saw a straight up AJ Brown for Debo Samuel? Titans and Titans and Niners just trade the two wide receivers. I mean, it's so okay. In that scenario, who would you rather have? AJ Brown, because I'm just an AJ Brown guy. Okay. Cause I think there's a there's a very like they're very different, but the same. Like they're both very physically dominant wide receivers. Yes. They win different ways. They're both yak monsters. And they both kind of have a little bit of an injury concern. So it's, they're very similar players. They really are. And like, like, so I don't know. Like, it's like, it's one of those things, right? Like, like we're, and then watch, he's going to end up like an Indianapolis Colt. Like just watch, like it's going to be a team. That would be so fun. That would suck. It wouldn't be fun. That would be awesome. That that, that wouldn't be awesome. Like that's a definite, that's the exact opposite of Austin is what that would be, Dan. What? Why? Because I, it's not then, like the Colts are going to ever win in Jacksonville again. Okay. They're so not, you, they're not, I mean, yeah. so you know, at worst you split with them. whoop de doo Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that is true. So uh, sorry, anyways. sorry, Colts fans. Yes. Yeah. That's sorry, great. I think that, it's a, yeah, that's definitely the big domino that will be not, you know, not a prospect controlling the headline here in the next week is the Debo um, storyline. But I just don't think that, I'm right there with you. When it comes down to it, it's fun to say, like, oh, he could go here, that he'd fit here, there. But at the end of the day, I don't think he gets traded. Me either. Yeah. I think that I think he just 
stays where he's at. So, all right. Okay. It's a lot of draft talk just for like three teams there. Um, is there anything that you're excited for, for the draft, just for like a player? Like let's cool. just dive into a player. I don't know why, but I have recently found myself manifesting Kenneth Walker to Atlanta. Okay. I So, okay. So I, I think it's a little bit of an Arthur Smith run game style. A little bit of Atlanta's offensive line was sneaky better than people realize last year. Uh, you know, you just look at, at Atlanta and you look how they finished. Oh, they must've been trash. Oh, I know it's trash. Okay. Well, Matt Ryan runs the same 40 as the statue at the local park. Okay. So he's not moving. That's not making any of it. Mark, Mark's Mariota. He's got a little wiggle to him. Okay. A little wiggle to him. So I think if we get a, you know, a Kenneth Walker type in there, I, it just gives me like some old school Jamal, uh, Jamal Anderson, Michael Turner, pound the rock. And that's what Arthur Smith wants to do. Atlanta's going to be a bad team. The defense is going to be bad. If you want to stay in games, you're going to have to run the ball. And I don't think a winning formula is going to be giving Cordell Patterson 280 carries on the year. So they're going to take a running back at some point. Yes. And I just feel like fantasy wise, Kenneth Walker fits that scheme and could be a lot of fun. So that's a player I've been, obviously won't be a round one thing, but a round two, you know, that, uh, that, you know, between uh, 33 and 50. Yeah. I'd like that top 50 player, Kenneth Walker. I think that'd be a lot of fun for me personally. Yeah. I like that. All right. Okay. Um, One of mine is Jameson Williams and Garrett Wilson. First two wide receivers off the board and both of them off the board by pick 14. By which pick? By 14. 14. Okay, let's play a game. Okay. Where do they go? So, okay, so they're not – neither one's going to Jacksonville. No. I pick one. Neither one's going to Detroit, pick two. Nope. Neither one, Houston Texans, pick three. Nope. New York Jets at four. No. Giants at five. No. Panthers at six. Nope. Giants at seven. Still, no, I think they have too many weapons already. Okay, so now this is where the game starts to get interesting, folks at home. Sit up in your seats. Here we come. Atlanta Falcons at eight. Yes, I think they can. They very much consider a a wide receiver. I still don't think Garrett Wilson. I think this is Garrett Wilson. So do I. So for the record, for the record, I think that it goes Garrett Wilson, number one, Jamison Williams, number two, um, in the order. Um, but I consider if it's going to be a wide receiver here, I think it's going to be a Garrett Wilson. Yes, totally agree. Okay. So, okay. So there's, there's one landing spot. Number nine, Seattle Seahawks. I don't know. So. No way. 10 to the jets. Yes. This is where this, this is where one goes. Okay. So then the other, either of Garrett Wilson and uh-huh. the other one. Okay. And then Washington commanders. I think that's probably a no. That's a no. The Vikings. No. Yes. I think, I think they consider oh. it. I think they consider it you do. a wide receiver. Yeah, I really do. Okay. And then the Texans at 13. It was first 14, right? Yes. And then so the, the Texans and Ravens. Texans, yes, I think I consider it. So that's four teams that I already say considering it. And 14, Ravens are in a prime spot. If, if one of them has still fallen, they are the prime trade-up candidate 
right here. 14. Man, this is a, to jump this is a... ahead of Philadelphia. That's the key. You jump ahead of Philadelphia, who is known that they want a wide receiver. Right. Okay. And I think you could make the case that New Orleans has positioned themselves to jump with 16 and, and 20. Um, excuse me, 16 and 19. Yes. If they wanted to bump up ahead of, you know, Philadelphia, ahead of Baltimore, they could. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. I mean, interesting. They, I think maybe the, maybe, sorry, I'm stuttering here. I think the Saints are thinking the Eagles wanted a wide receiver with the second one, though, because they, they just made that trade with them. And if they really mm-hmm. were afraid of that, they would have demanded pick 15 in that trade rather than pick 18. So I think that they were more worried about, I mean, they could have been going after something that they knew the Chargers were going after. Um, I don't know. That that's a tough one. I actually don't know like where the Saints are thinking right now. I mean, so, they like, position so what, themselves for two specific players. That's why you make that trade. What worries me about this is one: I think Drake London could screw up your bet and sneak in and have Jamison Williams fall. I think Garrett Wilson goes top fourteen. Like I, I, I feel pretty safe about that right now. What I worry about is Jamison Williams. It's just crazy because. At perfect health, I think James Williams is better than Garrett Wilson. But that's just the world we live in. Uh, so I think Drake London could be appeasing to some teams. Like I could see the Falcons liking him. And if that happens, then we're down to three spots for two players. You know what I mean? Like it's just then you know, hey, if a tackle drops, hey, if they if they like a corner, if they fall in love with a quarterback for some reason, that you know, Malik Willis falls. Well, Jesus, oh, if you're the you know, if you're the Saints, then you jump up and go get Malik Willis and let him sit for a year. You know, there's there's infinite possibilities at that point once a player falls. You know, yeah. that's just the NFL draft. So looking, I believe it's like plus. 390 right now if you wanted to do in uh, uh you have to choose an order of mm-hmm. garrett wilson or williams or williams or garrett and top 14 plus three oh you have to get the order right yeah oh you don't have to choose what what pick they go but you got to go garrett wilson one so the bet is wilson number one wide receiver taken williams number two wide receiver taken both go top 14 man that's like, I think it'd be a hell of a ride, and I like the odds, but, damn, that's a lot of sweat equity to get that pay. It is. It is. But I'm going to do it just because <laughs> but, why not? Why not? I'm gonna and, do like, it. I'm, and listen, I'm a Drake London guy as well. I mean, I, I deep down, I really like just Pac-12 teams and Pac-12 players, right? Like, I get, I get that, like, further along in the draft process, more I start to, like, root for those guys to succeed but i just think that i you kind of said it already if jameson williams did not tear his acl in the national championship he he is a lock for top eight pick like locked in like um and if you're gonna say that you're worried about jameson williams you might as well be worried about drake london who still couldn't even run his 40 during his pro day last week so i don't know i think it's gonna be intense okay what else you got here now I'm just, you know, now I'm like down a deep rabbit hole of, you know, of bets. So like, I'm just trying to find my favorite one right now. Is there any like quarterback landing spots you love? No, because I don't love any that's, of these that's, quarterbacks. I, like, 
as much as I'm tantalized by Malik Willis, I don't want him to go to Atlanta. I don't want him to go to Carolina. I mean, it's like we're there's nowhere I want you to go. I don't really want him to go to Detroit. I don't think the Texans are interested. You know, and then it's like, okay, does he go to the Seahawks? That'd be fun. But like you're gonna get like a head coach quitting, like legit. Right. And say, do we do we trust? Yes, okay, yes, DK Metcalf's there for now. Yes, Tyler Lockett's there. You know, but do we trust a remember? I mean, it's not like let's not pretend that let Russ Cook wasn't a thing. So do we trust the Seahawks to let Malik Willis be Malik Willis? Running wise, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just like it's so then what? He goes to Minnesota and sits behind Kirk. He, you know, goes to the Saints, he goes to the Steelers, and then we're talking pick 20. Exactly. So it's like I, I'm right there with you. I think I think day two of the draft is going to be the quarterback day. Yeah, agreed. And I will say. I will be so, so upset if he end, if he found a way to like just end up with Minnesota, which I don't think that's what they're going to do. But like if he did, I'd be so upset, like just because I don't really believe in Malik Willis. And so like I would just hurt for Justin Jefferson. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Uh, OK, so I found an over under here that I like. OK, I don't want your take on it, because I think I don't know how you feel about Traylon Burks. Um, funny you mentioned that. So, I mean, I feel I like you're digging you through your phone for a bet you took. No, but I, <laughs> I did my, I have my rankings here for, for wide receivers. So number one, I have Jamison Williams, number mm-hmm. one wide receiver, two, Garrett Wilson, three, Chris Olave, four, George Pickens, five, Drake London, six, Traylon Burks, seven, okay, so you- John Mechie, eight, Jahan Dotson. Those are my top eight. Okay, so so you don't you like him, but you don't love him. Correct. Okay, so since you are already playing with that two receivers in the top fourteen bet, the over under for Traylon Burks currently is pick twenty two and a half. Twenty two and a half, Ooh. which is a good line. So right there, that so Green Bay picks twenty two. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah, that's a good. That's a. It's a God. good line. Ve- Vegas, it's a you're good. good. Line. You're good. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say over. Okay, so you're, so you're taking a pick after 22. I'm so pick 23 or later. Yes. <clears throat> I okay, so I feel like he's going to be the AJ Brown where he goes later than he should, and then we all go, "Oh my God, why did he go so late?" Yes. So I'm with you on the over, but I think talent-wise, he deserves to be higher. Like in this, in the realm of this class. Yeah. Yep. Um, Do you want to do another one? Yeah, of course. Okay, it's quarterback one because I know people like when people talk about quarterbacks. Desmond Ritter, quarterback, our Bearcats, pick thirty-one and a half. Under. Under okay, okay, explain. Uh, I think that I mean, I already said that I think he's going to be a first round pick, and I know this why they have 31 and a half is because Detroit picks Detroit 32, 32. right? Like, that's why, but 
Cincinnati is in a prime spot right now to be a trade partner for whoever wants to oh, yeah. trade up. Come get it. We'll take more picks. Like at that point, you know, like I'm sure they're feeling pretty good. Like they're, you know, everybody's like they need an offensive line. They they took care of that a lot of that in free agency. So like if they wanted to, you know, get another second round pick this year and a first rounder next year or something like that, or even multiple second rounders, like whatever the case may be, like go for it. So I'm mm-hmm. going to say under because I could see it being pick 31. Right. And I think like if you look at teams picking like early in the second round, Seattle could jump up and take a quarterback. The Colts yes. could jump up and take a quarterback. You know, there's there's teams out there who could make that jump. Or teams could even, you know, otherwise, you know, the, the whole if-then scenario, if Malik Willis goes top 10, then I think Desmond Ritter is very much in play for, like, the Pittsburgh Steelers or the Saints with two picks. I could see that. I mean, there's, there's spots. Tampa Bay even, okay? And I know this is, like, a sin to say when you have Tom Brady because he's playing forever. But if you're Tampa Bay or you're Tennessee with a Ryan Tannehill contract the way it is, and you can grab a Desmond Ritter, a guy who can do a lot of that for you, or, you know, Tampa Bay, you let him sit behind Brady for a year and then come in guns blazing. I mean, I'm on the under on that too. I think Desmond Ritter goes first round before pick 31 and a half. I'm pretty confident in that. So what quarterback do you think he has taken? Oh, God. I'm going to go three behind Pickett. Yeah. Now, if I had to rank them, I think he's better than Pickett. Like, I, I just don't like Kenny Pickett. Like, I think Kenny Pickett is going to be like an Andy Dalton-esque quarterback where you're going to be solid with him, but he's never going to take you to the next level. You know, he's going to be like Teddy Bridgewater Supreme. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say two. I think there's only two quarterbacks taken in round one. You think that it's those two? I think it's those two. And then I think, I think, I think Pickett and Strong go round two. Mm-hmm. And then round three is where I think you see Howell and Corral. Three? Yes. I mean, I was about to say Sam Howell is going to ruin your quarterback first round bets when he goes 32 to Detroit. I would, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's just mainly because I am not a Sam, Sam Howell guy at all. But, like, I I just think that teams are going to be like, shit, man. Like, we can, I can trade, at this point, I can probably trade a fifth rounder for, like, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> like, sure, right. Yeah, you actually you know, could, but like, then you get um, But I just, I, I think round two, man, okay. So, if, if two quarterbacks go round one, yep, then I would think, that let's just say hypothetically here that Malik Willis and um, Desmond Ritter go round one. Okay. Then Kenny Pickett is tailor made for the new Orleans saints. Like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, folks, that that's a, if he goes to the saints, then I am forgetting everything I said about Kenny Pickett. And then I'm a believer. Uh, Cause that's just tailor made perfect right there. So I think Kenny Pickett goes round two then definitely. I would think Sam Howell goes round two. Matt Corral probably goes round two because someone's going to fall in love with the intangibles. And apparently he's just been killing the interview circuit. And I think there's a chance Carson Strong goes round two, but I could see teams being scared to death of the knee and just that drops him. 
And it, it, it's yeah. nothing about talent whatsoever. It's all just a, they're scared of a degenerate knee. We saw it with Jay Ajayi. So yeah. I could, there could be four quarterbacks that go round two, which is yeah. very exciting. And That's these are not, exciting. these are not day two Kyle Trask quarterbacks. I think these guys are all better than him. Um, I do not think Sam Howell is better than Kyle Trask. How dare you? <laughs> Sorry. Just don't, I don't, I don't believe that. Okay. Um, I would like a, I would like a laying a long-term bet that Sam Howell throws more NFL touchdowns in his career than Kyle Trask. Done. Okay. I don't know what That's we're going to bet, but we'll, we'll have either. to figure that out. This is, we'll, pick, we'll, we'll pick, pick it up, it up. when uh, I mean, in, in, in six, in six years, when they're both out of the league, we'll pick this up. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen, like and this is me making, like I made the like hilarious joke last year. So I was on with whole nine sports during round two and three last year, uh, live, uh, during the draft. And, um, obviously Brandon is a big Gators guy. Um, and he ends up getting taken. And then he was talking all this great, all this good stuff about it. And I was like, why did they take him when they already had Blaine Gabbert? Like they're the same player. And he did not like that, that is, joke. Well, yeah, because Blaine Gabbert is actually a good athlete. Oh, Jews. Blaine Gabbert is. No, I, no, no, you stop it. Do you know Dude. what he did to my franchise? <laughs> no, it's what your franchise did to him. No, I, I'm the one who survived the Blaine Gabbert era. Like, like it's a miracle. It is a miracle that I, I survived that era. I forget that he was a Jaguar. Pick 10, dude. Right. Yeah, I know. Pick, that's like, pick, I know it's not even right before JJ Watt. Right. Ooh, that's, that hurts. Um, you know, but it's not even like he was a fourth round, like throw me who got, who had a hot camp and then took over. No, 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 no. He was the guy. No. He was the guy. Well, thankfully they didn't draft another, you know, highly athletic, long-haired quarterback high in the first round that people are worried about being a bust. So yeah, no worries. That's all right. They're just dumb. And you want to know what people are still going to make fun of like, you, you know, um, Bortles and want to know what Bortles was Bortles the man. Like yeah. I love Blake Bortles. Like anybody that touched, have you seen the video of him and we're going so off track right now? This is why we have rundowns people and why you don't jump on with nothing to talk about. Have you seen the video of him when they're interviewing him and he talks about why he bought a Tesla when he moved to California? I Okay, so I remember hearing about this, but I don't remember like the exact details. So they're like, they're like oh, so now you moved to California, so you just get rid of your truck and get a Tesla. He's like, well, one I wanted to fit in. My, my truck is better in Jacksonville. He's like, but really, I bought a Tesla so I would stop dipping. He's like, now I don't have to go to the gas station to, to grab dip. He's like, now I just go to the gas station to get dip. <laughs> so I'm just like... Our hero. And he also said yeah. if his last meal he'd ever have would be tacos and Bud Light. Just like our king. Kings, king State Kings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody like, he's just got one of those faces where it's like, you can't look at him and be like, I don't like that guy. No, you, yeah. You like him. Yeah. You like so, him. Perfect. So, okay. Okay. Um, we, we just did the game with quarterbacks. I, I know we're probably running out of time here. Um, but, um, Wide receivers, how many wide receivers do you think are taken? Round oh, one. God. Round one. Okay, so, like, this is this is the hard part about this because, you know, it's easy to say that, like, X number of receivers are worthy of being, you know, round one players, but actually get drafted in round one is a very different uh, conversation. So let me think about this. Okay, so Wilson goes round one. We talked about that. Yep. Williams goes round one. We talked about that. Olave is going to go round one. London's going to go round one. So that's four. 
Burks is going to go round one. I think what? Burks should go round one. So then the question is, so that's five. Yep. So I would set it at five and a half and the swing man being Jahan Dotson. Um, I actually think the swing man is George Pickens. Oh, okay. Honestly, I would – no, I wouldn't. I, I was about to say I'd put money on that. Uh, I'd say pick I was. I was hoping 35. you would talk your – I was waiting. I wanted you to talk yourself into that. Yeah, no. Because I was going to pounce. I will say I'll, – I'll say top 36 picks. No, that's not first round, though. I know, but I'm just saying. That's why I stopped my, that's, that's why I stopped myself from saying it. So I wonder what the – I can't find it right now, but I wonder what Vegas has for an over-under of wide receivers in the first. Because if I was setting the line, I'd put it at five and a half. So I actually think it was six and a half when I saw it a couple weeks ago. So I would take the under. Yeah. I would at six and a half, I'd feel pretty good about the under. Yes, for sure. I mean, there's a chance that like your sky moors or your hate to bring him up. I know he feel, but your Christian Watsons could sneak in yeah. future chief. Um but otherwise, yeah, I I feel good about five. I'd have a hard time with six. So yeah, I'm at five go, five go round one. Five, five is my call as well. Um, all right. Where do you think Kyle Hamilton goes? Sorry, we're just like switching positions. All yeah, we're just, place, we're just but... like, okay, who, who don't we talk about? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, this guy, Kyle Hamilton. So Kyle Hamilton has had a absolute roller coaster of a year the last 12 months where when everybody came out with their 2022 mock drafts the day after the draft, by the way, to you people, I salute you. I appreciate you. Uh, Thank you for being a degenerate Uh, applaud your service, but everybody had him as a top two player in a mock draft. And he was everybody's number one overall player. And it was almost reminiscent of Grant Delpit, except the fact that Kyle Hamilton Played awesome this year. Backed it up. He backed everything And he's up. good. So we have this player who everybody thought was really, really good. And then he played really, really good. But he tested bad, so now he's a bad player. And I just, I don't understand that. Um, I don't care what you can do running around in spandex. If you are good at football, I want you to play football. And we're drafting these guys to play football, not to run 40s. So I like the guy that's good at playing football. So he should be a top 10 player, but I think he's going to end up top. He'll go in the first half around one. I still think he goes top 10. I hope he does. He should go top 10. Yeah. But then it becomes the where situation. Let me rephrase that. I'm going to say top 11 because I could see Washington taking him. Mm Mm-hmm. Cause I could see the giants probably should take him. Yep. Like, and I understand that the edge tackle thing, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I think that's a great plan. I know that's like what a lot of their Fantastic fans have sold plan. themselves on, but yep. like he would work there or, you know, Atlanta, but even then Atlanta's got so many needs. It's like, do you really take a safety? Yeah, that's hard. So I could see the tech, like, no, I think anywhere 11 to 13 is, makes a lot of sense with the commanders, the Vikings and the Texans. If he 14, if he goes to Baltimore, I swear to God, I'm just going to quit because that, (laughs) that is just the dumbest that that would happen to Baltimore. That would, it really would. Like, they're just like, Oh, cool. Well, yeah, we'll just take the best. Oh yeah. An all pro player, a top five player tier 14. Yeah. All right. That sounds good. Sure. Sure. Why not? 
Why not? We'll so, fit him in. Yep, exactly. Hey, okay. Kyle, have you met Ed Reed? Let's get him on the phone. Let's get Ed on the phone yeah. for you. Um, okay, I got two other players. Um, okay. Let's start off. Let's start off. Start off with uh, Kavion Thibodeau, mm-hmm. defenseman out of Oregon. Um, I've never wavered. I still believe he's a top six player in this draft, and I still believe he goes top five. I I think he goes top four. Perfect. Okay, we're on the same. I, page I would like odds dependent. I would be sneaky about top three. I think Houston's um, a real. I think Houston would be a real player if he got to three. I will say that if Jacksonville, I guess this is all no, presumably guess, that Jacksonville would take Aiden Hutchinson because yeah, otherwise exactly. you know, that bumps everybody down a pick. Exactly, exactly. That's that's what I was actually trying to think through my head right there, but you just beat me to it. So as long as Jacksonville takes Aiden Hutchinson, I agree. I think Thibodeau is a Houston Texan, which is just like my nightmare because like i had to deal with the bido like as a youth fan oregon, like yep. you know at oregon given we kicked the shit out of him this year but like i don't i don't forget about 2019 pac 12 championship game all we had to do was win and we were in the college football playoffs and he wrecked us single-handedly um like now i'm gonna have the jags dealing with him like so i actually totally agree with that okay all right so what about Derek stingley Former number one cornerback, everybody, you know, after his freshman year said, this dude's the next Jalen Ramsey, goes mm-hmm. on, gets hurt, misses some time. Now people are like, oh, maybe he's not, maybe he's a little soft. Maybe like it was just like a great re- freshman year and like he hasn't shown it since. But also at the same time, dude's a freak athlete and maybe he was making business decisions last year and a half. Yep. And, uh, you know, hey, remember when Derek Stingley was going to play a wide receiver too? Yes. Yes, I do remember. <laughs> Good that. times. Good times. Uh, so I think Derek Stingley, I think he's very similar to Kyle Hamilton, actually, uh, in terms of where he goes. I think he's a top 14 quote unquote lock. Um with Minnesota making a lot of sense. I don't I know it's a new regime, but still they have a massive need at corner, and he is said corner. Uh, especially with Pat Pete in the building. I could see him kind of pushing his veteran uh you know prowess and urging the front office to grab that tiger to pair with him and kind of do a little, uh, you know, let him mold the young guy coming in, which, I mean, I would like that for Stingley quite a bit. Um, otherwise. Yeah. I think, I think top 14 top. Yeah. Top 14. I'm comfortable with. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say six, top 16. So like, just because. So where would you put the, okay. So if you had to put the over under on Stingley, where are you going to put it? Um, I'm going to put it at 15 and a half. I think I would put it at, oh, really? Okay. I was going to put it at, I'd probably put it at 10 and a half. So I think. Because. Because I think okay. the Jets are going to be very tempted. I could see yeah. Seattle being interested. So there's two teams there. And then immediately after would be the Commanders, Vikings, and the Texans. Yes. So I think like in that cluster of five picks yeah, is where he's going fair. to be. That's fair. I could see that. Yeah. I think you talked me into that, Lauren, that a little bit. 
Um, yeah, man, frick. The Texans are going to end up with like Thibodeau and Stingley, and I'm going to be just super upset because those are two guys I really, really like. And of course, they're going to end up with the Texans here. And, they're gonna, um, and then they're going to get Brees Hall too. They're going to get Brees Hall. Man, just <laughs> insane. Um, I'm just trying to go through other positions. Um, linebacker. And then, gonna, and then how a, many linebackers? A, and then as a Sorry, UDFA, no. they're going to they're going to grab Britton Covey. And this is going to be oh, good times. Don't even do that to me. Don't do that to me. So, <laughs> anyway, okay. So linebackers. Well, sorry. One second. Now they brought up Covey. Now I got to talk about this. So like a lot of my friends and ask me like where I think they're going to, because they just know that I'm the one that pays attention to the draft and stuff like that. They're like, where do you think? And I'm like, for the longest time, I was like, he's not getting drafted. Like he's just not, he's, he's undersized. He's older, torn ACL in his past. Like, I'm just like, he's not getting drafted. And then the last, like, four weeks of the season happened and like he had multiple uh, and he already had punt returns and kick returns, but like he had more and like in prime time games, right. Like against Oregon at, you know, at Rice Eccles. And then he does it against Ohio state, the kick return. And then he has, you know, starts having to receiving touchdowns that he didn't really have a ton of the previous year. And now I'm like, that boy's getting drafted. Like he's, he is going to get drafted in rounds. Like I still think it's around seven. Um, I mean, history shows if you're not invited to the combine, your odds of you getting drafted are very, very low. And he did not get drafted or he did not get invited to the combine. But I think in round seven, somebody's going to be like, I'm not risking losing him to a UDFA, like to somebody else outbidding me. So I actually think he does get drafted in the seventh round. He screams a guy that would go, I'm now looking at the seventh round. Oh, who picks where? But like the Chargers have a pile of picks in the seventh round. And that would just make a lot of sense to me as a guy that I could just be that. that X factor. I'd love yeah. it. That'd be yeah, awesome. I'm, I'm in that. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Sorry. Linebackers. How many in the first round? I thought we were going to keep talking about, uh, you know, special teams players going around seven. That's where, that's where my mind is shifting. I got to scroll all the way back up and look at round one to figure out where these guys are going to go. Okay. Devin Lloyd's going round one end of story linebacker one. Hmm. I feel like Nicobe Dean's gonna find his way into round one. So two. Okay. So my my over under was gonna be one and a half. Yeah, I think that's and, fair. And I'm gonna I'm gonna. It's weird. I'm gonna say it's gonna go over because there's gonna be two, and it's not gonna be Dean. And it's gonna I, what? It's not gonna be Dean at number two. Okay. You think just, it's gonna be? I think it's gonna be Muma or or Walker. Like I really. You think do. Muma's gonna go that high? I don't think that he probably probably not. Honestly, I, Walker Walker is more more of what I think. But like I could just see something like that, or even like the like a Christian Harris somehow. Like you know, like something weird. Like I think that I could see somebody weird doing it. But I really think that there are gonna be NFL teams that are worried about Dean being under six foot as weird as that is i just kind of see that and so i think it's lloyd and walker if there's two i think it does matter when lloyd comes off the board uh for how many we get round one like let's say philadelphia takes him at 15 that's a lot different than you know the patriots taking him at 21 yeah uh so i i'm there with you um i i do think that two go round one I still think it would be Dean, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if a 
I don't think Chanel gets up there. I've seen him ranked by some people like as like the 32nd overall prospect, but I don't think he's going to go round one. Uh, I love him round two. Absolutely love him round two, but I don't like him round one. So yeah, I, I think Lloyd's a lock and yeah, an over under one and a half is fair because it's yeah, there's one for sure lock. And then one it's things got to break the right way. Um, Especially, you know, the NFL as a whole is devaluing linebackers and we don't have that uh, super hybrid player this year to go round one. That's super athlete. The you know so yep. we'll yeah, see. We don't have that Zayvon Collins or uh, anybody else. So yep, exactly. So all right. So we planned on talking about dynasty football, but we did not even get to it because we just started talking and diving. Oh, but into we the did. Oh, but we, we kind of did. But we kind of did in a, in a way though. Like we actually yeah. honestly did a little bit. So. Here's where it's at. Um, we'll try to get on again, maybe next week, um, because you and I have a draft on May 1st, just bright and early. We won. Like, that's what, yeah. that's what I didn't, I saw we all voted, but I didn't see what won. So I'm just going off of what has the most votes and that one, it has it by a landslide. Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. May 1st. Uh, I hate that. No, not. <laughs> so I voted May twenty second, like a stand up American. Do you want me? Do you want me to change my vote right now? Because I will. Nine. I just want to know how in a twelve team league there's been 14, fourteen. Votes. There's fourteen votes. Hey, May twenty second would be so much better, dude. Just get me through corn planting season and after my kids born. Oh, appreciate May twenty second. I just changed it hero so yeah when actually we'll, we'll talk about that offline i'm not you know, to say <laughs> personal stuff online um so yeah so the 22nd then so we got plenty of time uh, we're gonna dive yeah, into a yeah lot, that is a so, lot much yeah, so much better so much better yeah we will as soon as the draft itself is over folks then we can really start talking dynasty because we know where guys actually flipping are yes. okay and so, so the draft is obviously this upcoming, you know, in a week from now. Right. So I cannot wait. And we talked about this through text, but like, I can't wait for honestly, May 1st, when I flip Patrick Mahomes and get picks and Justin Herbert, that's my move calling it now. That's my move. What's that? You're going to flip Mahomes for what? For some picks and just <coughs> Justin Herbert. I, hey, we talked about that the other day. Yeah. I yeah. like I, Patrick Mahomes has been put on such a pedestal. Yep. But like, I like, I sent you that text. I was going to send you like a sentence, and I ended up sending you a a doctorate on on my <laughs> thoughts. And I was like, I kind of like talked myself into it. So yeah, I'm. Yeah, well, that'll be like a 15 minute segment sometime. It really will. It really will. Uh, I love quarterback it. tiers and what the price difference is and picks between them. What a great show mm-hmm. idea. It is. It is. Look at so, us. Look forward to that. Uh, absolutely. So, all right. That does it for us. Um, again, well, hopefully we have one more episode before the draft. Hopefully we can get AC back on and um, we can all like maybe do another mock draft or something like that. We'll figure it out. But if not, you all enjoy the draft. And tonight we've been talking football.